You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode. Episode 137 here on this Monday morning here in Australia. Hope you had a great weekend wherever you are in the world and hopefully I can help you start your day with some positivity, with some business skill sets, financial skill sets and mindsets, things to help you on the pathway to financial freedom. So hope you had a great weekend for our American friends. Enjoy your 4th of July long weekend. Um, But wherever you are in the world, hopefully we can deliver something today that will just help, you know, that extra little light bulb moment, that extra little puzzle piece help you get further down the pathway to financial freedom this week. And let's talk about that pathway to freedom. Let's talk about, you know, setting that vision and having that goal of where you want to be and talk about vision boards. But I also want to talk about where vision boards can go wrong, where vision boards can not work for people and where people can sit down and that we create this vision board and then it doesn't happen. And often when things like that happen, we can get really frustrated and basically we just want to quit. You know, we just want to give up and quit because we set all these goals and they didn't come together. And sometimes for a lot of people, we talked about this other times, you know, that can be enough. It's in itself to make them quit that we set this goal and we didn't do it and therefore we're a failure. And that is not that is not correct at all. But I want to talk specifically about vision boards and how to make the more successful, how to make sure that they do work in your life and they're not just something else that can be a trigger for you feeling like you're not good enough or that you've been a failure. So vision boards, right? I'm sure everyone understands and, and knows and you've heard about them or you've done them. You've heard about them on stage at events. You've watched The Secret or you read The Secret or anything like that. And it, I mean, I know for Angie and I, it's something we do regularly. It's something we do as a family. We get the kids involved and, you know, we get the house magazines and the travel magazines and the health magazines and, you know, all the things that are important to us in life. And we sit there and go through them and talk about holidays we want to have and all that kind of stuff. And I know, you know, 10 years ago, I kind of thought all this stuff was a bit woo woo and, you know, I've got a very, very strong health science, you know, anatomy background, everything is evidence-based practice when you're working in the hospital system, etc. And it was all a little bit woo-woo, but it was like, okay, we'll start doing them. And particularly remember, and, and I won't, you know, spend too much time here because I want to talk about the actual practicality side of things, but particularly remember creating a vision board once and we had it on the the back of the front door of our house so that every time you sort of went to go outside the door, you know, to go to work, essentially, you know, when we were still working full time and juggling life and building a business and trying to create more freedom in our life. It was kind of the last thing you saw as you went out. So you'd you'd open the front door and you'd see that vision board and you're like, okay, like just click into a different gear when I walk out the door today and click into looking for positivity and helping my mind focus on opportunity over challenge and looking for ways to overcome the problems that are going on in my head. Like, That to me was like a big thing of the vision board of like seeing that vision and then, okay, all right, we've got a, you know, we've got a big day ahead of work, but I want you to be working in the background on how to overcome the challenge of we don't have enough people to talk to, or no one's believing in us, no one's joining the team, that kind of stuff. I want you to be thinking about those problems. 
So anyway, we put this beautiful house on there and it was, we were living in a, you know, quite, quite modest, small home. It was actually like the first investment property I'd ever bought. And we'd moved back in there to try and save some money. But we had this dream home on the thing. And then, you know, fast forward six years later, and I remember just sitting there one night, it was a Tuesday night, I distinctly remember, and I'm just, you know, kind of clearing my inbox, it's a Tuesday night or whatever, you're just sort of doing some of those life tasks, and I'm clearing my inbox, and just something said, you know, like, actually check that email, I'd been deleting, I get a lot of emails from real estate agents, when you invest in property, you, you know, they, they always want to email you, right, they're like, buy this one, buy this one, so... I was just sort of clearing out these emails because we weren't really looking for anything. We'd actually, the reason I remember it was a Tuesday because we'd literally bought a house on the Monday. We'd bought an investment property on the Monday. So sitting there on the Tuesday, just like, well, I can clear out all these emails because we're not going to buy a house for a little while. Anyway, something just in my head was like, you know what? Check this email. Just check this one. Just, you know, like open the attachment, just see what's there. And sure enough, this dream home was there and it was the second house And I remember just seeing the picture straight away and I didn't even need to like click in. I didn't even need to look at any of the other 30 pictures they had of the house. I just saw the front picture of this house and I forwarded it straight to my wife and said, we need to go like, we need to buy this house. And like I said, it was like Tuesday night. I think she was in the bath or something. And it's like, well, hang on. Like we just bought a house yesterday. I don't know if you remember that. And I'm like, no, no, we, we need to buy this house. And I remember it was a Tuesday because the Wednesday was the public holiday and I spent all Wednesday like, ah, oh, someone else is going to buy it. Thursday morning rang the agent and she's like, literally, I've got two offers. I'm sitting here. I'm taking them to the owner this morning. And I said, just, just give me 24 hours. And we went and we looked at it that afternoon. I rang the bank, blah, blah. Long story short, we got the house, right? And it all, it was exactly as we'd always pictured it on this vision board. And I know when we walked in the front door, we just, Angie and I just looked at us at each other and she's like, yep, call the bank. And we didn't, you know, we didn't need to look upstairs because we already knew the house. We always just knew exactly what it would be like. There was just this like, this is it. This is home, this gut feeling, right? And so a lot of times, you know, we can get, you know, like we hear these stories, obviously, and the, the manifestation and the visualization, and it's all incredibly powerful. But the thing is, it's only half of a sort of, you know, it's only one half of the story. And this is where a lot of people get stuck. And again, you know, I've, I do have a very nerdy, sciencey background, all that kind of stuff. And that was my life for 10, 15 years, you know, plus university kind of stuff. And I do still believe, you know, like from a neuroanatomy point of view, I think there's some great science behind the visualization. As I say, I don't think it's just pure woo-woo. I think there's great science from a neuroanatomy point of view that you're programming your brain to look for certain things that other people might miss, look for things that you would normally dismiss. I mean, your brain just takes in so much information every second, and we only really absorb a tiny fraction, a tiny percentage of all the information that our brain absorbs. And we can help, you know, shift that two or 3%. Talk about, you know, like successful people just see opportunity everywhere. It's because they're, they're just shifting all the information that comes in, all the emails, all the, all the notifications, all the conversations, everything. And you can just shift in your mind that actually this is something that I am looking for. This isn't something to dismiss. Or here's something that will help me overcome this challenge. Apologies if you just heard the cat complaining in the background. We have a brand new cat and she's, you know, getting getting herself used to this house. Uh, you know, the kid's got a new cat, of course. Of course, Angie and her cats and the kids and the cats. So sorry if you're just hearing some background noise there. Anyway, 
Getting back to the point, let's talk about the other side of the coin because visualization, goal setting, all that kind of stuff, you know, like vision boarding, all that kind of stuff. It's all, it's very subjective and it's very emotional. And that's why it's so powerful. You know, emotions are so powerful and that gut feeling that, you know, subjective emotional attachment to a house, to a holiday, to just that picture of the beach, you know, whatever it is, to the the picture of your smiling family, you know, those emotional anchors are so, so powerful. But the problem is that they are subjective. And then what we need to do is we need to marry them with an objective measurement. We need to have a logical process beside the emotional anchor. And to me, that's where a lot of people struggle because, you know, I whenever someone you know does like coaching with me or, or anything like that, the very first thing they do is talk about creating a freedom plan. And what you need to do is you need to like create that vision, create that dream day, you know, what is it? But then you need to actually go and do the other half of the process and you need to say, okay, well, what does that cost? You know, what, like, what's the process to get there? And so for us, you know, I think of this dream house and when it came to the expense, it just wasn't an issue because we had spent 10 years creating this financial, you know, structure and creating these systems where when the ladies, you know, we looked at the price and I was like, well, that's okay because we know we've got all these other things that can take care of it. So along the process, we had been, you know, along the time that between creating this dream house on our vision board and finding it, we had been following these processes. We had been following systems. We had goals that were actually objectively measurable. It was like, this is how many investment properties we will have. This is how many people we will talk to. This is how many people we want to bring into our team. This is what rank we need to be earning. This is what we need to be earning, you know, residually and passively and breaking it down into actual measurable things. And that's to me where things can go wrong, where we just if you just focus purely on visualization, it's just, you know what, I'm just purely going to visualize that I have all these things. It's not going to work unless you have an actual structured logical plan beside it of what it means to be that thing. You know, like if, if the, like, if the vision is like, I want to be a millionaire or something. Okay. Well, how do you define that? Like what, what do you need to have? How much property do you need to have? How many stocks do you need to have? What kind of size business do you need to have? Like, what are all these things that actually go along with that? You know, I want to travel more. Okay. Well, how are we going to afford the travel? Like, where do you want to go? What's it going to cost? All right. Well, like, let's actually sit down. And that process, I know it's boring and I know it's boring for many. And again, like, again, you know, maths nerd, maths and science nerd all through school. So I like it. <laughs> I love sitting down with spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff and, you know, reverse engineering that, well, this is where we want to be at the end of the year. So this is where we need to be by July. So this is where we need to be by March. You know, I actually love that kind of stuff, but also get, it's not for everyone. You know, most people don't want to do that. Most people would find that really boring and I totally get that. But you know what? 10, 15, 20 minutes of sitting down and doing something boring and methodical after you've done the fun vision board, actually then sitting down and costing it out and measuring it out and working out, all right, well, if that is what we want, this is what we need to be saving. If we want the dream home in 10 years and you know maybe it's going to cost like $2 million, we need to have like $200,000 a year 
being created somewhere else. You know, how do we create this $2 million? Well, we need to be creating $200,000 a year through our business, through our, you know, investments, through our equity, all that kind of stuff. So that $200,000 times 10 equals 2 million. And then we just buy the dream home and we're totally set. All that kind of stuff. Now that is the process to making sure that your vision and actually comes into reality is that you have this vision board and then you have the process beside it. And really what prompted this episode is I'm I'm writing my second book at the moment and we're talking about, you know, like goal setting and making sure that you don't just set like business goals without an actual emotional goal to it. And also that you don't set an emotional goal without a business goal attached to it. You know, it is like asking that question, which is more important, your left leg or your right leg? And, you know, people say, well, you know, I, I kick with my right foot, so my right foot's more important. Well, yeah, but your left leg holds you up so that you can kick with your right foot kind of stuff. And it's that same, you know, is it business skill sets or business mindsets? Well, both. Is it visualization or goal setting? Both. There's no point spending all this time visualizing. There's no point, you know, meditating and creating vision boards and all that kind of stuff if you don't actually have a plan in place for what you're going to do, like how you're going to show up each day, the habits you're going to create, all those sorts of things. And in the same vein, there's no point having like all these business plans and I want to hit this rank. I want to have this, you know, star next to my name. I want to get this prize when I walk across the stage. I want to get this trophy, etc. I was just talking to Stephanie. I don't know if you're listening. Stephanie was just talking about the, she's, you know, she's just going away to a conference and she just won a couple of awards. So congratulations, Stephanie. That's awesome. But again, there's no point doing that if then we don't have a kind of actual plan for where the money goes. And to me, it's one of the biggest challenges, again, in this industry is that people make money, but then they don't have a plan of what to do with it. There's no sort of actual end game for this money. So they just spend it and they spend it on the wrong things. And then they get themselves in financial trouble. uh, And then, you know, eventually the business falls over because they make mistakes and, you know, blah, blah. blah. And it's, it's sad, but there's just so many people who struggle in this business, unfortunately, not because their business wasn't good enough but they didn't actually know what to do with their money after they earned it. And there was no plan. There was no sort of place to put this money. And so they put it into bad places or people came along and encouraged them to put it in the wrong places and and like, oh, you know, buy this off me kind of stuff. And unfortunately, we see that too often. And that's what really drives me to write my books and, and do this podcast and all that kind of stuff. So on that topic, you know, like finishing up basically, We always want to make sure that whatever we do, if it's visualization, if it's manifestations, if it's vision boards, if it's mantras, all those sorts of things, powerful, incredibly powerful. You know, it's, do we know exactly how they work? (laughs) Maybe not. Like maybe there's some powers out there in the universe that we still haven't quite figured out yet. But yes, I mean, they definitely work. We can't deny the evidence of all the stories that you hear, right? But you have to actually then have a process beside them to make sure that you're actually going to get up every day and do the small things. Because we know at the end of the day, success is about doing those little bit extra every single day, those small things every day, the habits, the structure, the discipline, they are the keys to success. And you know, the difference between an ordinary life and an extraordinary life is just that little bit extra, just that little bit extra every single day where you marry up your emotional visualizations with an objective, logical, black and white plan. Now, 
Just finishing up, before we finish up today, I just want to recognize our subscriber of the week. So subscriber of the week, someone who's taken a screenshot of the podcast, they've popped it up on their stories uh, and, you know, said like, you know, a, a little... Uh, tag of like what they learned the big like the big you know life lesson they learned all that kind of stuff and so lisa.m.griffin lisa griffin you are our subscriber of the week this week so i'm just going to spin the wheel and you've won our vip group you've won a month's membership to our vip group so send me a message lisa i will give you the links to do that guys if you want to support the podcast you can Give it a, a subscribe. Give it a five-star rating review. That's really, really powerful. That's really, really helpful. Or you can pop a screenshot, you know, take a screenshot on your device now, pop it up on your stories, tag me. I'm at Andrew James Logan. Let me know your big light bulb moment. Let me know your breakthrough moment. And you could be subscriber of the week next week. Otherwise, guys, I hope today's episode has helped. I hope you've got value out of it. And I will catch you all for another episode soon. See you then. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.